0: about, uh, it's almost 7 o'clock. came home from, after a good day of uh, church and fellowship, and I was determined to continue editing um, the final draft of Fatherless. And that was coming out soon, I hope. And I, I ran across a part of it um, that talks about faith and I have been uh, considering lately starting a series on faith talking about faith and trying to understand it I have my reasons for it and there are multiple and some of them I'm going to share with you over the over the next few episodes but primarily it's because when you look around what's happening and in, in the world today there's a obvious there is obvious evidence of uh, a lack of faith and it's hard to understand why Uh, and so I want to explore this I want to spend quite a bit of time exploring this trying to understand uh, better for myself and to hopefully help you uh, with this mysterious gift that uh... God calls faith I will uh, I'll try not to get too long on any single episode but I feel like right now I just need to start talking and then I'll go in there and do all the the editing which is (laughs) evidently easier to do than editing for this over and over and over again Um, if you've ever uh, tried or or written a book and going in to do self-editing in order to save a lot of money you'll find that it's very challenging but that's neither in there and much of what I'm saying right now probably be cut out so if it is, no big deal but I do want to talk about faith I want to spend some time with you on that faith, and the faith that I'm talking about is faith in in a living God now my God is the God of the Bible your God may be a different God I don't know who your God is I hope you do I think at the end we'll all find out that no matter what we call him whether we call him Father or Abba or Yahweh whether we call him Mohammed or Buddha or Howard <laughs> no matter what you call him I think we're we'll going all find out that well if there's only one God and that God created everything, from the beginning of time to the end of time, from from the smallest, smallest seed to the largest mountains. God created everything, and one day we're all going to know that. But while we're here, one of the things, the way that 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 we need to strive to make it from day to day to day. Everything that's going on around us—whether you're a Christian, whether you're a non-believer, whether you're a flat-out atheist, whether you're uh, uh, any any religion that's in the world—every day we're not protected. Our religion does not protect us from experiencing what the world's going on. And so, when we walk into these experiences that come, and it's, and it could be anything. It could be the storms of life. It could be what they just experienced in Maui with the terrible fires or what's happening I believe in southern California now or northern Mexico with hurricanes and earthquakes I just saw something about fires I believe up in British Columbia here in Texas not too far up the road there's been a number of fires and and there's all kinds of theories of why these things are happening I think it's just happening because that's what the earth does and now because of things like social media well we can pay more attention to those things they're brought to us immediately you get a little ding on your phone that tells you hey there's a news break breaking news from Fox or whoever you get your news from or from Instagram I don't know wherever you get it from it it breaks immediately we find out about these things where not too long ago I don't want to age myself too much but not too long ago we didn't find out about this stuff until the morning paper and by that time, some sometimes some of the events were already over or in control. And reading it in a newspaper, holding a newspaper in your hand and reading that, uh, it never it doesn't have the impact of, of what video does or live news feeds or anything like that that we experience today. And with the newspaper, well, I guess it's the same. With the newspaper, you could flip over to the next page, and you keep turning till you get to your to the comics or the sports section or whatever you like to read and whatever was happening in the world as long as it wasn't too close to your front porch it didn't matter just push it away push it away When well, we do that now with our phones we, we scroll through our phones or through our desktops or laptops and everything we see something we click on it we don't like it it goes away I've been doing some trying to do some research on increasing viewership on my social media uh, to to get more book sales I'll be just flat out that's what it's about it's all about selling more books and and they give you this analysis of your videos Uh, they provide this for you and I was looking at mine and I was comparing it to others and other data that's out there and saw that that the average the average length that somebody watches a video somebody meaning you or me was less than 17 seconds there's a lot of them. There's three seconds. I think those are the ones that pop up. You look at it and you scroll to the next one. You know, uh, less than three seconds that you're seeing these things. And so to get that attention span, it has to be something that catches our catches our eye that keeps us there. Right. And with the old newspaper, that was really hard to do. So our attention wasn't on the things that were happening in the world. Today it is makes it a scary place because we have to face that we have to get up out of bed tomorrow's Monday Monday morning I'm driving to San Antonio and I have to get up and I have to knowing what I'm going to do that day I have to face the world and everything is going to be on God forbid IH35 southbound (laughs) that's my nemesis but I have to do it because we have to live we have to do what we're called to do or what we need to do we have to do those things and to do that with no faith I can't imagine what kind of life anyone leads if you don't have faith that covers everything It covers it all you know the Bible in Matthew Jesus said in talking to the crowds, talking to his disciples he told them if you had faith the size of a mustard seed mustard seed is one of the smallest seeds if, if I was holding it between my fingers right now even if I was to get it very very close to the camera it would be difficult for you to see it's such a small seed and Jesus said if you had faith the size of a mustard seed mountains would be moved he says nothing nothing shall be impossible to you right well you may say well Jim I don't have that faith I don't have small faith or big faith uh, the size of a mustard seed or the size of the mountain that it would move I don't have that faith and I would tell you that you're wrong that you do you do have that faith You see, because the Bible also tells us that God has dealt to each one everyone a measure of faith it's not talking about Christians or believers when it says to each one it's not talking about the rich or the poor, the healthy or the crippled it doesn't matter the color of your eyes the color of your skin, the color of your hair it doesn't matter none of that matters when the Bible says to each one old or young they've been delivered they've been delivered a measure of faith now there's some people I know that have, well, they have more faith than I do. There's others that have less faith than I do. I try not to compare myself to those, other than for trying to understand it. The people that have so much faith that everything seems to bounce off of them. In one hand, in one way, I admire them greatly. I think, oh, what, what incredible faith. When, when a storm comes into their life, they just sort of laugh it off. They'll deal with it. They know they'll deal with it because it's covered by faith. It's covered by God, and their faith in God. I think sometimes though, what happens when we get faith that large? We become uh, irresponsible. Irresponsible. <coughs> I'll tell you a story one day. I don't have time today, but I'll make a note of it. Mental note of it. To tell you the story about a couple I knew when we were living up in Alaska who had tremendous faith. Their faith was so great that, well, the wife came to a point where she needed medical help, needed a blood transfusion. And his faith and her faith were such that they believed that God would take care of her. That's how strong they felt their faith was, that they didn't need medical intervention even though the doctors were telling her that she was gonna die without without blood. It's it's a good story to tell and I'll share that again sometime. But the, the crust of that was that their faith was so strong that that common sense sort of just dissolved into nothing. Now, don't misunderstand me I'm not saying that God couldn't do those things without our faith if we didn't have faith in God he wouldn't stop existing the world if if no one had faith in God if all of a sudden we woke up tomorrow morning and there was not a believer anywhere in the world it wouldn't change who God is or what God does Not 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 a mustard seed size of change would occur he doesn't need us for that to happen for faith to work you see, because he is the author of faith he painted it he's the masterpiece he's the one that gave it to us to each man God has dealt a measure of faith that's just a small part of this incredible gift called faith you see because faith if you could imagine it for just a second as being in a liquid form he has poured it over all the creation And because we are part of creation, each one of us received a a measure of that faith. And it's what we do with that measure that changes our lives and the way that we see see things. But it's also everything, every place that you look, everywhere you look, you can see evidence of faith. Evidence of God, but evidence of this gift that he called faith. You know, I, I told you earlier I'm working on a book right now that I really hope to get out uh, in the next well, month or two months somewhere along the way to finish it up called Fatherless <coughs> but there's another book that I've been writing for some time and it's about this very subject it's about faith and it's about a girl whose name is Faith and she leaves her family because of, of some some misunderstandings about what her beliefs was as a young girl she's 13 years old And what her parents who don't believe in God and she leaves she runs away well her grandfather uh, a good old guy raised his children including his daughter this Faith's mother the girl's name is Faith including her in the church and what he thought was was, was good moral standards and behaviors and he raised them like that and she met this she meets this man and, and he doesn't believe in God and he convinces her that there is no God but their daughter and goes to church with the grandfather does she believes in all that and she runs away and the name of this the, the title of the book is called searching for faith and it's about the grandfather's search for her not for faith as you and I see it although that's I guess that's hidden in all the pages it's about searching for his granddaughter who's run away searching for faith I think now as I'm talking about this now the Bible said in, in Matthew if you had faith the size of a mustard seed and again a mustard seed is so small and I'm thinking if I could sit down <laughs> if I could sit down with Jesus and tell him that that might be the problem you saying. a mustard seed is very hard to see when we compare faith to a mustard seed well faith is sometimes very hard for us to see especially when there's storms going on not just the storms that we've been seeing lately of mother nature whether it be a, a drought in excuse me, a drought here in in, uh, South Texas and in New Braunfels and it was 106 degrees today and it's been over 100 for on and off for a long time. They're actually excited tomorrow. I think the high is 98 and people are excited and dancing in the street and there's a 1 percent chance of rain or something. (laughs) It's kind of crazy and then you look at at the, the terrible storms in Maui that led to a fire or, or the storms that we see across the the, the United States the world for that matter and, and those are those are bad enough but those aren't the kind of storms that we walk through all the time those come and they go it's the storms of life that we experience that sometimes makes it difficult for us to see our faith even the a Christian who's been been walking with Christ for more than 30 years sometimes I has a hard time seeing how faith plays into any given situation but that was by way of introduction I'm going to continue this on uh, because I have a lot more to say about it because without faith or without faith then all the doom and gloom and the conspiracy theories that you hear out there well they all of a sudden they have teeth in them I'm not saying they're true, they're real I don't think the Martians are coming to take us over <laughs> I don't think there's some conspiracy behind the fires in Maui I don't even think there's conspiracies behind elections I think it's a bunch of dumb people behind elections that did something that they thought they wouldn't get caught doing, but there's no conspiracies. And we spend all of our time thinking about these things nowadays, and it's understandable how you could feel that if there was faith, if I had that mustard seed of faith at one time, I've dropped it, and it's gone down into the deep, into the grass, and I can't find it anymore, and it's down there. Do I wait for it to have water and wait for it to grow again, or do I walk away from it but you look at church attendance, I think the latter's the answer. People are walking away from church. They're walking away from God because they can't see faith. I want to take you on a journey with me, looking at God. Not your faith, but the faith that God has painfully as glorious for us.